Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Drew Garrison, Chad Penrod, sort of in the locker room, um, bringing you the COVID, the COVID edition of Locker Room Talk Uncut. Chad's, uh, <laughs> Chad, Chad's got the Rona, guys, so we are being safe. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> uh, take, <laughs> taking a look at uh, everything that happened this weekend. His Cleveland Browns with a smacking of Pittsburgh, um, Alabama doing yes, the sir. same. Alabama doing the same to Ohio State last night. We've got uh, lots of head coaching jobs available in the NFL. Um, who's the best fit for where? Who are the best coaches available? Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about what the hell is going on with Kyrie Irving. So we've got a lot going on for <laughs> you today. Um, but let's start it off, man. Let's start off with the national championship game last night. It was not not pretty for the Buckeye fans. Not at all. Not not at all. Uh you know, I, I have seen some tweets like, okay, maybe Ohio State didn't need, didn't deserve to be there, but let's be honest, that's that's not true. I mean, they took out Clemson, who was, you know, those teams were two and three. It's just, it's like I, I tweeted out, man, you have Alabama and then you have everyone else, unfortunately. <laughs> There's a gap, dude. There really is. They're that good. It's a huge gap. I mean, they, they were loaded, and I didn't realize how loaded they were. Yeah, I mean, Devontae Smith set records in, in a half and he got hurt. It's just – it's like you had said before, Clemson's defense is better than Alabama's, but Alabama's offense is just a different animal. I I kind of I, – I expected it, man. Like, I expected a shootout more. Yeah. I, I think I expected Ohio State to hang with them offensively a little bit more than they did. Um, but it's 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 the – unfortunately for the Buckeye fans, it's a result I expected. It's it's Najee Harris and Devonte Smith, the main guy, who uh, just just opened it up. You know, I, and I will say this: this isn't an excuse, um, but we did see Ohio State's defensive line dominate Clemson, and uh, you know, two of those starters were out uh, because of COVID. Um, and two other guys we did too, right? See, right, right, and we did see Trey Sermon get injured on the. Uh, you know, the, the first play of the game. And in my opinion, that's what ruined everything. I think the game plan was to go in there and not really get into a shootout with Alabama, even though that was probably what it was going to be because you knew how good their offense was. But I I would put money that Ryan Day wanted to run that ball more with Sermon and, and, and kind of pick his spots. And, when, you know, when you have a game plan centered around that, after a person goes out, it's, you know, now you now you now what do you do yeah i mean he he had really started to come along since that northwestern game and obviously or well the game before that too um so he he mm-hmm. was he was definitely a focal point master t just i mean he did all right but he's not the guy i think everybody no. knew as yeah. the season went down he he was not your guy um so but a, a lot of people including austin said that you know he, he think that that was uh maybe ryan day's worst coaching job i thought that was kind of a hot take how, yeah. how do you feel yeah, about yeah. that well, you know, I've been I've been huge on on Ryan Day, but uh, yeah, he definitely got out coached by Saban. He didn't have any answers for Devonte Smith. I think he was targeted like 15 times in the first half. He had like 215 yards. Like I'm just sitting there, like I don't care where he's at. If he lines up in slot, if he lines up outside, if he lines up as a running back, 
you got to guard the best player on the field. And yeah. that to me, that's not very hard with uh, either safety coverage or you put a spy on them, whatever you got to do at that point to where you don't line them up in the, in the slot and a fucking linebackers guarding them. I mean, come on. Yeah, you can't put a linebacker on Devontae Smith ever. I don't care how fast the linebacker is. You got to keep somebody over the top. It it was it was weird, man, because Kerry Coombs is a pretty good defensive coordinator. You know, everybody was really excited mm-hmm. that he came back to Ohio State, but that was not his not his best performance last night, unfortunately. I've, ne- I've never seen I've never seen a receiver dictate and dominate a game the way a, a big game the way that I seen Devontae Smith do it last night. That I mean, dude's for real. Neither have I. Yeah, that that was that was that was special for sure. And then he, you know, I don't know what he did to his hand. He was casted up at the end, but I mean, he, yeah, God knows what he would have gone on to do in the second half. Um, and yeah, oh yeah. So he's he's flying up draft boards. Um, so you know, for me, it was Ohio State or Alabama. So I had to decide if I wanted to like have diarrhea for four hours or vomit <laughs> for four hours. There was like no right. good. There was no yeah. good outcome for me. So I think that I, I, I hate a, Alabama just a little bit less than I hate Ohio State. So I, I had to I had to pull for the tide. Um, my dad didn't like that very much. But um, it was – it's like you said, though, man, it's Alabama and then there's a big gap and then there's everybody else. But Well, it's all- clearly Ohio State behind Alabama. Like I said, they Ohio State proved that when they – put it on Clemson. I mean, well, yeah. there ain't nobody else, but you know what I mean? There ain't nobody else that's, that's beating Clemson outside of Ohio state and Alabama, but there's absolutely nobody that's going to beat Alabama. Except maybe you see if they would have got a fucking chance. Mm-hmm. No, Man, but- well, they, they lost to Georgia. So, <laughs> so- there's that. <laughs> So I, I I don't know, man. I didn't know. Um, I didn't really know how to feel after it, but I do know that for a brief moment, I was glad Ohio State lost. But then I started seeing the Bama love fest all over Twitter and ESPN. And I was like, oh shit, I'm done with this yeah. too. So they're um, gonna lose a lot of guys in this upcoming draft, but it's Bama. You know, they're just gonna, you know, that, that, that's just how it is. They're gonna load back, load back up. Is Saban gonna retire? There's been all kinds of rumors. Is Saban retiring after this year? I, I mean, he's what he's got the record now, right? He's got the most national championships of any coach ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, why not? <laughs> it, it's a, I think he I, needs to try the big leagues again. You know, go to the NFL. Try it, try it one more time. Yeah. I mean, he was pretty bad there, though. I don't know. I feel yeah, like. Yeah. But you've done everything at the college rank now. Yeah. But he, he's kind of, I don't know how old he is, but man, I, there's a part of me that I feel like if I was about his age, I would just like enjoy my millions of dollars and play golf and shit. Like I've proven everything I need to prove why hurt my legacy in the NFL. If it doesn't work out, I can just retire as Nick Saban, the baddest college coach ever and just play golf and, you know, talk on TV and get bored. That's true too. That's true too. You know, you know, Fields didn't play his best. You could tell he was hurting. Um, You know, Ohio State still has a bright future, you know, you know, I think they had the second, second ranked, recruiting class uh for next year so i think it's the you're gonna i think it's the highest rated ohio state class ever is that correct i believe so i believe it is you know it's going to be interesting to see is if trey sermon comes back because you can't imagine that his draft stock got any better after last night you know because with him going down it's going to be interesting to see if he comes back because i'm not sure right now you know he's a top you know 
two, three round running back. He might go in the fourth or fifth. And maybe if he comes back, he can, he can be that top running back to come out next year. Well, we talked about that last week and, um, you know, we were debating it, you know, if he had a big game, you know, how that would affect it. But with the injury, I think that he should come back personally just for, yeah for his own reasons. But I mean, some guys may say, Hey, I'll take fourth, fifth round money just to, to start earning money for my play and see what happens. So there'll be a lot to follow there. Uh, Fields, he's definitely going right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got to. He's, he's got a I mean, year left, right? If he wanted to. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think don't know. he That's red shirt. Or he, he was a true. I think. I think he has another year. But either way, I think he's he, going he to needs draft. to go. It'll he, be he, interesting. He needs to go while he's hot. I mean, he's still going to be the second, probably the second slight, you know, maybe third. But I, I would, if I had to bet, I would say the second quarterback taken after Trevor. You know, so I think at this point you got to go. Unfortunately, I don't think he's done enough to sell the Jets. I was really hoping he'd go to the Jets so we could try to help Penny Sewell slide down to the Bengals, but I'm not sure if he did enough to to convince the Jets just yet. There's a, there's a lot of people that still think that he's that's where he's going. I I would like it, you know, just just help us out, get Sewell down there, we'll protect Burrow. So um, yeah, college football's wrapped up. But honestly, man. As a Michigan fan, I hate to say it, but props to Ohio State for pushing the college football season forward. Um, yeah. they, they were a huge part of the fact that we got to watch that game last night. So props to them. Right. Um, glad they lost. I don't want to hear about another national title for a year or anything like that. But um, they, they did have a, a huge hand in, in pushing college football forward. So I'm, I'm just glad we got through a college football season and we got to crown a champion. Um, yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's a better season next year. That's all I hope for, man. I it's sad seeing seeing these stadiums not full of people for for big games. It it sucks. Yeah, it really, it really does. And you know they're moving games to other places to have some fans in and stuff. It's just hopefully next year we can get back to a a normal uh, college football season. Um, right. And mm-hmm. you know normal for me is Jim Harbaugh fucking shit up. Um, Five year contract extension. I called this weeks ago. <laughs> I said three. I said three. Yeah. Five years, dude. So, as an Ohio State fan, you're happy, right? Well, it's not not really. I'm 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 not because it just does nothing for the rivalry that is left. It does nothing for Ohio State when Michigan is bad. You know, it's nice to have when the committee looks at uh, the strength of schedule, and if Michigan's on there and they're two and four or fucking you know, two and six, that does nothing for Ohio State. Like, oh, whoop de doo you beat Michigan again. You know, now if they could get back to what they once was and that being a, you know, a, a powerhouse, you know, then that helps Ohio State. So them, sign, them signing a, a head coach that can't beat Ohio State does nothing for me. It's like I said, I'm – I'm losing interest in the, in the rivalry. I know that's always there for you, but you know, I don't have that the same connections that you have, but for me, it's just like, they don't even entertain me. I don't, I don't care, but at the same time, it's like, well, that sucks because they're just, they're, it's like they're thrown in the towel to say, okay, we're okay with being average. We don't want to be nothing more. We don't want to be nothing better. We're we're just going to be average for the next five years. That's kind of what it tells me too, but I mean, obviously, I ha- I have the connection, but it's always going to be a big game for me because, like, I- I'm trying to beat them. You know, like, it's yeah. it's yeah. it's exciting for me if we get one. You guys are like, okay, so we got another one. It's cool. So who are we playing in the Big Ten championship? Um, right. But so the, the only bright spot that I can find in this is the fact that it's his salary goes down in half and the buyout is much lower. Mm-hmm. I. 
the, the report is they didn't have anybody that they were in love with to go get this year. I don't know why they didn't try for Luke Fickle or try for Matt Campbell, you know, try for, for a Brett Venables, some, somebody, but they didn't. So they said, we don't want to go into recruiting with a coach with an expiring deal. So we give them an extension. Hopefully they can get the hell out of it after next year. If it's terrible, I don't know, but I did just want to point out that I, I told you guys this weeks ago and I didn't like it, but here it is. So yeah. we've got that to look forward to, but let's, let's move on, man. Sunday. Playoff football. So let's let's start with let's start with the first game. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold your excitement down just a little All bit right. longer. Right. Let's start with Baltimore. Well, the first game on Saturday, I guess, um, was Baltimore and Tennessee. Yeah, I, I might have my days mixed up. We're just gonna talk about no, 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 no. That was the that was the first day on Sunday. Yeah, Baltimore, Tennessee. Um, Lamar did his thing. He got that monkey off his back. Lamar is the reason why they won the game. I mean, I know there's a lot of shade thrown at Lamar, but, you know, the Titans' defense is bad. It is a bad defense. Um, but so they bad. played up. They, they, they do play Lamar well. You know, Lamar just was able to make more plays than uh, the what – what shocks me more is the fact that the big explosive offense of the Tennessee Titans couldn't, couldn't make any plays. To be held to 13 points – um, when you come in there, you know your defense is bad. You, you've had this high-power offense the entire year. That's the most disappointing part to me uh, when it comes to Tennessee. Um, when it comes to the Ravens, it's like, hey, you did what you had to do. You went to Tennessee and you won. Um, Lamar got, Like I said, Lamar got that monkey off his back. He's now won a playoff game. The defense is legit. Can Lamar th- still throw? Do I trust Lamar to throw the ball? No. no. But do I do I trust Lamar to run with the ball and J.K. Dobbins and, and Gus Edwards and Mark Ingram? That's the power. And Tennessee does make him throw the you know throw the ball more to where he did have to make some throws. But let's face it, the Ravens are where they're at because Lamar made plays with his feet and was able to make more plays than than the big powered. Uh, Tennessee Titans offense dude Derrick Henry had like 40 yards rushing 40, 40 yards yeah I mean that's kudos to the Ravens defense I mean that's that, like I said that's the most disappointing part I I thought when I so I, every weekend I make FanDuel accounts right so you know I, I, I set lineups and you might have had, an addiction <laughs> yeah so I had like you know, you do nine players, dude. Like eight of my nine players were for Baltimore and for Tennessee because <laughs> I'm expecting this to be a, a, a Ravens Browns type Monday night fucking shootout. And right. that just wasn't what it was. There was actually some defense in it. And uh, Lamar comes out on top. It was, it, it, that dude, that's, it's a damn peewee offense. That is peewee football shit. You coach peewee for years. I still coach peewee. We see this shit all the time. They're doing what Springboro does. Yeah. I don't get it. I don't understand. How do you not have a spy on Lamar on third down? And let him break off a 50-yard run. The one thing you can't do, they let him do. How do you how do you not spy that guy? Yeah. I don't I don't it's, get it. I, I don't it's it's bad. They're the the defense in Tennessee is just bad. They've they've got a, a good offense, although now you gotta are you know, there's there's people I'm gonna question. I'm, I'm never gonna question Henry, even though the 40 yards, I think that was when you get to the playoffs and you're versing these good teams and you're versing good defenses, they know they're going to eye on that. So they're going to say, okay, beat us through the air. So I'm looking at guys like Ryan Tannehill, who they just gave the extension to. Like, you know, dude, where were you? You didn't play that great. I'm looking at a, a guy like Corey Davis who, come on, dude. like He's gone. AJ, AJ Brown's doing everything he needs to do. You got to step it up a little bit. You know, I'm looking at somebody like Jonu Smith, the tight end. Like, you know, where you at? You know, so – 
when in the playoffs, people got to make you got to make big plays, and and Tennessee didn't have enough of it. It just Kudos changes. To Baltimore, though. Kudos to Baltimore, though. You can't take nothing away from that, man. This is the playoffs. This is winner go home. Now you're one of you're one of eight teams left. So, well, they it, did their it, thing. They're frustrating to watch as a, as a guy that doesn't like Baltimore, right? And and I and I don't trust Lamar to throw the football when they have to win. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, it's a bullshit peewee offense, but nobody can stop it. They they ran for like almost 500 yards against the Bengals. Like I gotta give them props. It works. It's it may be frustrating to watch as somebody that's not a fan of that team, but. It yeah. works, and, and and Lamar gets his playoff win, and and that it's and annoying. It it it's it, annoying it, it, it is, it, it's annoying. You know, you you do everything you can. You you make him throw, and then you get him into a third and fifteen, and there goes Lamar with his legs picking up a first down. It's that it's super annoying, and the reason that it's annoying is you don't see it. You know, you didn't see things like this because I, I hate the. Comp- I get why the comparison there's to Michael Vick, but Michael Vick could throw the football, and he, he could, could throw, throw the, the hell out good. of the football. And, yeah, and he could launch it. It's just. So from a throwing standpoint, they're they're two different people. But that's where the frustrating part is: is Lamar bails himself out with his legs. But that's who he is. Yeah, and I mean, if it's winning NFL playoff games, it's winning NFL playoff games. So you gotta you gotta tip your hat to it a, a little bit. But um, we'll get into our predictions for uh, for this week coming up after this. But the game after that, dude, the Rams and J- John Wolford got the start um against seattle you got knocked around man that still doesn't make any sense to me if jared golf was healthy enough to be the backup why didn't he start did i think golf got benched well, he, and they just didn't say it i don't know i see I, I i didn't see that because after one of the touchdowns i went to uh um i was watching after the play and when the, you know they were celebrating he was only smacking hands with his left hand he was keeping his right hand covered up so i think he's got a i think he does definitely have an injury i know one thing you that injury better be healed up uh come saturday (laughs) because uh you're playing aaron Rodgers and the packers and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to deal with them and dude the 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 seahawks like i think i think i saw a stat i think they only have one playoff win since 2000 are we uh, are we gonna about to say maybe russell will russell wilson's a little overrated is, is it Russell Wilson or is it Pete Carroll? Uh, I mean, I, it's hard to go against Russ. The, the big, the biggest thing that I noticed, and I said that first of all, let me let me say this: Who did I say was my was the biggest fraud team? You you, you did Seahawks you did say frauds. that. I said I, I said they're frauds, and then there's another team we'll get to in a minute that we all agreed was frauds. Um, but it's I, I found it weird when. If you, when you want to show blitz, so the newest thing in the NFL, everybody's lining up on the defensive line. I mean, you got corners and you got safeties and you got linebackers getting in a straight line, lining up, and the quarterback has to guess, okay, who's coming, who's not. And every since this happened on a Monday night football, I think it was against Arizona. Yeah, it was against Arizona. People have been using it against Russell Wilson, and it's confused the shit out of him to where he don't know who's coming, who's going, and he's just throwing the ball because he's getting pressured. He's calling out the wrong pressure, and and they're getting to him, and he's just throwing the ball up, and he's getting – because now he's just throwing a lot of interceptions because they figured something out on him. Now, I, do I think that uh, Russell Wilson can can get better when it comes to that? Of course. I think he's a great quarterback. Um, but it, the, the team was fraud. They didn't have defense. Don't get me wrong. Carlos Dunlap made it better. Jamal Adams made it better. You know they have great receivers, but they were frauds. They were frauds all year, and uh, and I and I just had a feeling the Rams were going to win that game. 
Jesse Bates is better than Jamal Adams. I tweeted that. I just want to put that on 100%. the record. Um, but, 100%. but yeah, man, I, I don't know. It's, it was just, it's wild, man. Cause it started out defensive, you know, it was just a defensive game and it was like, okay, like Aaron yeah. Donald was do- Aaron Donald was being Aaron Donald. He was dominating. Mm-hmm. And then all yeah. of a sudden, man, it's just like, okay, now the, the Rams are almost like scoring at will on them. It, it was just very, very weird. And, and yeah, you did call it, you called Seattle your fraud team. So I, I got to give you your due on that. Um, and then what was the next game Saturday night? I'm trying to remember them all. Uh, well, but, well, let's see. You had a Sunday morning. That was a sun. Uh, 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 that was a Saturday mid game. So we're jumping back and forth here. But the uh, the Bills and oh, the Colts shit. was <laughs> That's it. that was the early one on Saturday. But, yeah, Bills and the Col- Colts on Saturday. It all ran together. I'll tell you what, it must have been nice to have Josh Allen that day and have the best player on the field because without Josh Allen, the Bills lose that game. Uh, because in my opinion, the Colts outplayed them for four quarters. And then <laughs> the, the biggest difference was Josh Allen. <laughs> Josh Allen is a monster, dude. He is he's so damn good. Yeah. He, he's grown so, so damn much. And that that was fun to watch. Yeah. But I do agree with you. The Colts outplayed them. It's just. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It's just not enough, not enough offense there. You know, Rivers is old. You got to wonder if this is it for Rivers. Uh, he, he, uh, you know, choked up a little bit in his, in his post-conference, um, you know, they're talking to the media. So you got to wonder if this is enough. But I do think that the Colts are a quarterback away. So it makes you think, you know, with these Darnolds and these Wences and, you know, these quarterbacks coming out, what might be next for the Colts? Because I do think, you know, with a quarterback and maybe a receiver or two, that this team is it will be for real next year. I think they definitely have a chance to be. Um, I don't understand – really the the thought process behind Josh Allen not being good because I'm still seeing it. People are saying like Josh Allen's overrated or well Josh Allen's not Pat Mahomes. Well nobody's Pat Mahomes. I think yeah. it's I think it's time He's to the give closest Josh- thing to Pat Mahomes in my opinion. I think it's time to give Josh Allen his credit. I think it's time to to really I think dude he's he's like a fuse of of 10 years ago Roethlisberger and like peak Cam Newton. He's like Ben but much more athletic. Like I'm not like it's it's just weird, man. He's big. He can evade pressure. He can take hits. He fucking trucked a guy. I don't remember well, who he leads. Yeah, well, he, you know, he leads. He led that team in rushing yards. I mean, he is there. He's. I mean, the the running backs there aren't good. Zach Moss is out for the season now. Devin Singletary is and all that. Yeah. You know, you that offense to me is Josh Allen. You know, you have Josh Allen and you have fucking Stephon Diggs and. And, and, you know, you do have, you know, some more Glenn Davis and, and McKenzie there. And, and you got uh, Cole Beasley. You know, the receivers are nice, but he is the offense. That team will only go as far as Josh Allen will take them. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. Um, and then what, what what games am I missing here? We had uh, – Well, you had, this, you had the Saints and the um, Saints and the Bears. Dude, I watched that on Nickelodeon. Did you did you watch that broadcast? Did you see? Did you, I did. I, I I couldn't. I I now I was following. You know because that was the game before the big game. But you know I'm sitting there and and I'm following along on the you know on the on the on the uh, tweets and shit and everybody's showing the pictures of you know Mike uh, Thomas scores and now he's getting slimed and, and all that. I I I just couldn't take it serious. Plus you know that was the same day that I'm kind of. Nervous, you know, I'm amped up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Nervous. I'm not about to turn on fucking Nickelodeon and watch a football game. So I did not watch it like that. <laughs> I watched that, the whole game. The, out, <laughs> the outcome was exactly like I thought it was going to be, though. Uh, 
Saints win. <laughs> yeah, I think we all knew that. My favorite part of watching the Nickelodeon broadcast was the hot mic catching Cordell Patterson yelling, what the fuck, at the ref. It's like, well, kids, sometimes you get a little <laughs> – yeah. they were, like, explaining football to kids. It was kind of cool. It was, it was, I, I didn't give a shit about the game, so I was just watching it for the fun of it. But, yeah, that was the outcome we all expected. I don't think anybody thought Mitch Trubisky was going to hang with Drew Brees and the Saints. Now, I will say, Mitch Trubisky didn't look terrible. I, I don't know when he decided to no. like not be terrible anymore. Well, he just was better than what they had, you know, you know, they were, he would end up being better than Nick Foles. And uh, I forget who was behind, who was behind him, but you know, he, he's, he's, he'll make a good backup. You know, he'll be, he'll be nice when you have a quarterback go down and you have a game plan for Mitch Trubisky and he gives you something different because he can run with the ball and, you know, he's decent at throwing the ball. You know, he, he came out, I want to say he only played one good year at North Carolina before yeah. he came out, you know, so this guy's still developing a little bit, you know, so the bears have said they're not bringing him back unless they made a deep run. So he's going to be somewhere else. He's going to be somewhere else as a backup, maybe like a, like a Jameis. And maybe if he gets his opportunity and he has a big game, then you might see him start in the league again. But the, the biggest loss for them, in my opinion, is going to be Allen Robinson. That guy has yet to play with a quarterback. So he's one of the, best receivers in the league in my opinion uh so we're, we're gonna see where he ends up as well yeah that is gonna be interesting he he was in jacksonville never had a quarterback went there never had a quarterback and i i do think he's damn good um i think yeah. that he he could he could do very well somewhere so we got the outcome we expected them but let's get to the big one. Oh, you don't don't pass up on the bucks game man bucks and washington went at it Oh, on whatever. Saturday night, <laughs> they didn't Bra- even belong. Hey, we have, well, no, we have to talk about this man tom brady Tom Brady, playoff Tom. Still lives. He still lives, dude. What is he, 42, 43 years old? Older than shit. That's all I know. He's fucking still got it, man. Dude. He still got it. Taylor Heineke might have it. That dude was all right. <laughs> he looked good, didn't he? He looked like Johnny Manziel without the cocaine. Let's not forget Let's not forget the last two games this, with the Saints and the, and the Bucks, how, the, how it ended. The Saints smashed them twice, you know. Yeah. But, you're gonna you're you got playoff time coming in, you know, to uh, to New Orleans, and that that's gonna be an interesting game. But sticking with the Washington game there, like you said, man, that game was closer than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, um, I think I think Washington's defensive line's really good. I gotta I gotta they admit are. that that Chase Chase Young is damn good. Um, he was never take Joe Bur- take him over Joe Burrow good like we we talked about all last season. But he's he's coming as advertised. He's a damn good pass rusher. Um, but don't say you want playoff time right after you beat, you know, Philly when they tanked for you because you're going to get playoff time if you do. Yeah. And then, like you said, you can't really blame the loss on Alex Smith not playing because what's his name? Uh, Heineke. He, he looked good. Yeah, he didn't look bad at all. No, I didn't think so either. I thought he I thought he played well. Um, not enough to, to beat Tom Brady, though, you know. Well, so yeah, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's that was a that was an interesting game, a lot closer than I thought. Brady and Breeze, they're like a combined age of like ninety something, and they're gonna start a playoff <laughs> game. And that's weird because the oldest quarterback still in the AFC playoff race is one. Who's that jersey you got hanging up behind you back there? That's Baker Mayfield, number six, and Baker Baker in the Browns. On him, Baker the playmaker. <laughs> Baker and the Browns went to Pittsburgh Sunday night. Whoop that ass too, didn't I they? mean, punched <laughs> them in the fucking face, dude. Like literally like from the it, first play. Literally from the first play. <laughs> oh, I loved it. I loved it. What a first what a first quarter, man. 28 to nothing. <laughs> that that's a damn good start. Fucking, 
And then there, before I get into it real quick here, let me just shout out Michael Dunn and uh, Kendall Lamb. Uh, Michael okay. Dunn stepped in for Joe Petonio. Um, Kendall Lamb stepped in after Conklin got hurt. And, dude, Michael Dunn got hurt, and I forget the fucking lineman's name that came in. Baker Mayfield <laughs> said he just met him before the game and had and shook his hand. He Nobody f- remembered his name. I have to look it up, but he stepped in and was fucking great. Dude, the Steelers have the best defense in the NFL, and they didn't touch Baker Mayfield. Not once, did they? Not one sack, right? Not one sack. Not one sack. Uh <laughs> That is the difference in this game, dude. Cleveland's offensive line is legit. It's uh, they, apparently deep, too. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> that Bill we Ca- that's, that's Bill Callahan. And me and you talked about this before we jump into that game. The Bengals need to be trying to make Bill Callahan an assistant head coach to Zach Taylor just to get him <laughs> away from Cleveland and come teach offensive line. Now, I don't think he wants to go anywhere, you know, and I don't think the Browns would let that happen. But holy shit, it doesn't matter. Plug and play them, and, and they're going to be good. Yeah, I mean, it, it it clearly looked to work. But, I mean, literally, man, like we said, from the first play of the game, just the snap over Ben's head from Pouncey, the Browns mm-hmm. fall on it. It, you you had no fucking idea what to do with yourself. I dude, you know. But I also know been, that. Go ahead. <laughs> it, it's been a while since we've been in the playoffs, you know. And then you your fucking head coach can't be there because he has COVID. Your all pro left guard can't be there. Your fucking all pro cornerback, like you're missing some key pieces. And you go into Pittsburgh and you do that, dude. This team Whew. is different. This team is different. They're 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 special this is a special group led by baker mayfield who uh who had three touchdown passes no interceptions 270 yards uh and, and balled out i mean he picked the he picked the fucking steelers defense apart they ran all over him i mean kareem hunt ran pissed off uh uh nick chubb just ran like a fucking madman what i mean the defense played great i mean five turnovers i mean what do you say, dude? At the end of the game, I didn't know what to do. Like my my wife and I were sitting here <laughs> watching it, and she's just like, "You know, you're not crying." At this point, I'm not yelling and screaming. I'm just sitting there. She's like, "What's going on?" I was. She's like, "I think you're in shock," and I think I was. I think I was shocked <laughs> that the way that this. Like, if you'd have told me we were going to go hang up 49 points on the Steelers, I'd have told you you're crazy. I'd have said no way. But dude, the Browns are legit. Um, I think they proved that this week. I think they. I think they proved that uh, come on coach of the year's wrapped up right yeah mike prefer <laughs> right so, i mean stefanski stefanski had him ready even not being there he had him ready um he outcoached tomlin fucking, from his basement yeah <laughs> fucking baker there's no there we we got to stop with the baker talk and i was on that i'll be the first one to admit i would i jumped off of that train earlier in the season but then yeah, it's on Beckham record junior Odell Beckham Jr. went down, and this dude has just been completely different. He's just a different quarterback. I don't know what it is, but he is fucking – he's great. <laughs> he's playing great right now, dude. And uh, He loves Cleveland, exciting. Too. Oh, yeah. He loves oh, the yeah. shit out of, oh, like, yeah. that city. Yeah. I mean, they got off the plane at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning, and there was Browns fans there at the airport, you know, waiting on them. So, yeah, I you know, saw they, that. They, they love that shit. Um, 
but the Baker top, the Baker talk has to stop. That's the next, that's the Browns quarterback for the next 10 years. That's the Browns coach for however long he wants to coach. Come on, man. You're being calm. You're being humble. All that. Fuck that. Let it out. Let it out. I, I saw your, well, I saw your Facebook post. Well, you said, well, Hey, like I, the B you know, team, right? Yeah. But you know, we try, we're trying to be, which we want, I want to be humble through this whole thing. Because now, fuck that. I know, I, I know we've never been here. But I will say this though. You know, it was week 17 that the pit that the Steelers fans came out and said, okay, we'll wait till next week. Okay. You just beat our JV team. We didn't have Ben. We didn't have Cam Hayward. We didn't have TJ Watt. Hey, let me tell you something right now, motherfuckers. <laughs> how many times, how many times did you hear TJ Watts name that game? How many times did you hear Cam Hayward's, uh, uh, name that game. How many times did you hear Minka Fitzpatrick's name that game? How many times did you hear anybody on defense outside of getting 49 hung on their asses? And then you want to talk about, <laughs> oh, we're going to be better. You beat Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph might have been better than Ben Roethlisberger because let me tell you something, Pittsburgh fans. Ben Roethlisberger is done. He's done. Put, Put it on him. him. He's done. He, you should see, you should, Pittsburgh fans, go look. At, at who is all hitting free agency for you guys and tell me how you get back to where you was next year with their cats have a list you guys have a list this fucking long and the names are about this small okay so and and like i said ben roth mike pouncey done said he's retired so mike pouncey got retired by the cleveland fucking browns how about that <laughs> when he wanted to sack when he wanted to sack on miles garrett Ben Roethlisberger might be done. That's going to be some shit, ain't it? You go on and you dominate. You dominate Cleveland for so many years. They want to name the fucking stadium after you. And then Cleveland retires your ass. You better not go out like that, Ben. Keep it going. You better not go out like that. I, I want him to stay. I want him to stay. Because let's say it. it's the Pittsburgh fans that came up with the Baker, the turnover maker. Oh, how many fucking uh, uh, turnovers did Baker have? How many did Ben have? Who played better? Oh, we want to talk about how Roethlisberger threw for 500 yards? That's because we were in a prevent after the first quarter, you some bitches. Yes. That's Come how on, bad put it we on whooping, That's how bad we were whooping your guys' ass. Put that shit on. on you. We were putting it on you so bad that in the second quarter, we were in a prevent defense. Which I didn't like. Fifteen minutes on the yeah, we got soft. We let Ben we let Ben start finding his rhythm. But what happened at the end of the game? Ben Roethlisberger found the Browns defense to end it. I love That's it. All I got on that. I one. love it. I love it. Fuck being humble. I would not be this humble yeah. if the Bengals just beat the shit out of Pittsburgh on <laughs> in the playoffs. I wasn't that humble on Monday night I, a few weeks ago. I, I, I want to be humble because Fuck I know that. what's ahead of a Sunday, and that's kind of scary. Well, before we get into that, <laughs> before we get into that, I'm, I'm I'm trying to give you as much time as you can to enjoy this before you think about the fact yeah. that you have to play Pat it's, Mahomes it's, Sunday. It's too. It's it's too. I enjoyed Monday. I enjoyed Monday. I, well, I, obviously, I enjoyed Sunday night. I enjoyed Monday. It's time to either today or tomorrow, you know, it's time to look forward at what's next. And but on, on the pouncy point, I don't know if you saw this or not, but I saw it. Ben was Ben was on the bench, cr- like legitimately mm-hmm. crying. crying, like crying. Yeah, tears. I've, never, I've never seen him cry like that after that, a loss. It, it made me know? feel great, like right here in yeah. my heart. But I, 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 I can't lie. I, I, I felt a little bad for him. Even no, taking us out many times. I felt no. a little bad. No, no, I know no, you didn't. No, I know no. you didn't. No, no. But Pouncey came up to him and he started apologizing to Pouncey. He's like, I'm sorry, man. Like, I feel more bad for you than I do me. And he said to Pouncey, he said, you're the only reason I wanted to do this, man. Yeah. Yeah. I heard that. So Pouncey retiring, does that mean, does Ben go with him or does Ben stick around? Because there's like $41 million with his name on it next year. Yeah. I I mean, that's a decision that I think that the Steelers are going to have to 
really look at. Um, and that's a decision that I think Ben's going to have to make because um, I'm not sure Ben Roethlisberger can play 17 weeks in the NFL anymore. He's just, he, he's, he's not the best, you know, he's, he's a bigger guy. He's not in shape. He, uh, his offseason plan is bud heavy and porn. Yeah. Right. And you, and you can't blame him at this point in his career, but yeah, they ahead. have no running game. They have no running game there. The offensive line isn't good. Uh, as far as run blocking so that, you know, they can't run. Obviously it's a young defense, you know, but uh, it's just, you know, same as rivers, man. It's just, you know, nothing beats father time. And I, and I think it's, it's gotten been to where I think he's going to be, I think he should, I think he needs to hang it up. I think he needs to hang it up. Um, the one thing that I will say worries me, man. And, I, and I've been saying this and I've been trying to warn you guys is if, if this problem with Deshaun Watson in Tennessee is for real, I really hope and pray to God that he doesn't land uh, land in Pittsburgh because I could see Pittsburgh going all out for Deshaun Watson. But the team that I think lands, the team that I think lands Deshaun Watson is going to be the Saints. Breeze, we already know Breeze oh, is God. done. Um, I just hope it's not Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh would be second on my list for Deshaun Watson. But I was I got a buddy, uh, Andrew Kern. He's a Pittsburgh fan. Um, if he hears this, shout out to him. Uh, we were texting back and forth yesterday, though, and he said, okay, so we're going to send uh, T.J. Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, and uh, first to Pittsburgh for 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 or to, to Houston for Deshaun Watson. I'm like, well, what does Pittsburgh have to offer, really? Because Minka and T.J. can both be unrestricted free agents after this coming season, after 2021. Do you trade for two guys like that that could just leave for nothing after a year and you give up your franchise quarterback? I think if Deshaun goes somewhere, it's going to have to be to a team that just gives up like an offer like we've never thought of in our life. I think it's going to be some grand godfather offer that just blows everybody's mind before Houston even thinks about moving off of him, right? Yeah, but I think a good I think a good team knows it's going to be a haul, and I think a good team uh, would would definitely be willing to pay for a top five quarterback. I mean, it's not every day or it's not every year, every day, every season that you can trade for a quarterback the same caliber as a Deshaun Watson. So if your name could even be in the hat, like, you know, we keep hearing the – I don't know if you're hearing it. I, well, I, I think you have. But the, uh, the rumblings that Deshaun Watson wants to go to Miami for Tua – and picks, and if Miami doesn't pull that, they're fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, you give up two, you give up two and three first round picks. If you can, if that's all it takes, and I say all because I think that's 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 a, that's a, that's lot. a small margin of what Deshaun Watson's worth eh. is. If you can give up two and two or three, you know, first round picks, I'm doing it, man. Because you're talking about instant fucking contenders. You get Deshaun Watson uh, instant because I think that yeah, we saw two have to come out when the game was getting, you know, like we got to throw downfield to win it. So that that's yeah. crazy, but let's let's not put any Deshaun Watson to Pittsburgh talk in the air. I want Ben to come <laughs> back next year because I just want to put yeah. a few more retirement licks on him to send him on his way. Oh. Um, but if he yeah. were to retire right now, good fucking riddance, my guy. I hope I uh, never uh, see you again. Uh, if if something if you know, if something happens, you know, the best thing you can do is you, he can't play all games, so it takes him like that's why that's why they win eleven and zero. You know they Ben's don't start feeling it until later in the season, yeah. so this is going to happen. So you almost want to treat him on a fucking game management type thing, like 
you know, just because of how old he is and the bigger dude he is, I don't, it won't work anymore. Him playing 17 games and then going to the postseason, they won't win it anymore. It just doesn't seem like he has the gas in the tank. And, and the Browns need to thank the Bengals a little bit because I think we kind of gave you a little bit of a blueprint against them. All right. You know, you play that short shit, punch them in the face. And then, but I mean, you guys just have a competent you know, offense and we didn't. <laughs> I was just, I was just thinking about this. You know, isn't it crazy that Pittsburgh saved our season week 17? So Pittsburgh saves our season week 17. They beat the Colts, right? Yeah. Um, we we end up beating them. They sit their starters. So so week 16, they beat the Colts. Week 17, they sit their starters. We go into the playoffs because apparently they wanted to play us. I mean, it seems yeah. like, you know, you're sitting your starters, then you want to see us. And then we just not blow their doors off. What a what a way to 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 end their season as a as a Browns fan that suffered from just losing to those guys all the time. Yeah, I, and, and that's the funny thing. It's like, oh well, you only beat our B team. You only beat our B team. Like we well, should have left the, the B, B team, team in, motherfucker, because varsity got yeah. dragged. <laughs> varsity you left the got B team in. Bunked. B team only lost by two in a close game. So this was I, done in the first quarter. In uh, in in. in like it was like Ohio, like the the Ohio team just like shook hands again for a night, right? Like we did it twice this year. Yeah, you guys really wanted well, us to beat them, and now we're we were we were yeah. like on the same side again uh, Sunday night. I, I, I it's it's I think because you know with the Bengals being out, and I think that now with Ohio State being out, I think that Bengals fans are kind of latching onto the Browns here, as in like, oh wait, we we felt your pain, you know, and there's a there was a part of me, the hater of in me that where when you guys were in the playoffs for those four years, I didn't want you guys to win that playoff game because then you jumped us, you know, because we still right. had this drought of not being in the playoffs and we had this drought of not winning a playoff game. So, but once that's over with, you know, and it's like, okay, well, they're good. They've, they, they've already, you know, they've got in the playoffs. They won a playoff game. Now it's like, okay, now they're, they're Ohio. They're, they've been where we're at, you know, where they've been at the bottom so long that we want to see them, see them do, see them do good because, there's nothing. There's been nothing but love from uh from from Bengals fans, and and I'm showing nothing but love back, you know, because uh, how far we've come in a couple. Greatest weeks. thing, yeah, yeah, it, it's crazy. <laughs> and the greatest thing is is the Von Bell hit. I keep going back to the Von Bell hit on Juju. I think I think Juju being on the Steelers made it, makes it that much worse to bring Ohio together to where it's like fuck Juju fuck that guy this everybody go ahead and make a point out of him and you know and both teams were able to do that at the end of the year which is which is cool well that's another thing I didn't even think about that Juju you know, a couple days before the game's like oh well they're nameless gray faces they got a couple good guys but it's the same old Browns that we play every year like well how you how feeling do you say now? that before a playoff game dude how do you it's like Dabo doing that ranking Ohio yeah. State 11th right before you play them why do you want to give a team a, a good team? They're a good team because they're in the playoffs. That kind of ammunition, it don't make no sense. Especially when you've taken L after L after L after dancing on people's logos and shit. Like you already have yeah. been should have been humbled or shut up, yeah. and then now you're just right. gonna talk shit like that. Like, like they played one they played one good half of football in the last five or six weeks. And he's like, oh, yeah. well, nameless gray faces are just the same old Browns. Like, well, you found out. Now you're at the house making TikToks and all that shit. Yeah. And they're getting ready yeah, for Kansas City. Now make a TikTok City. on your couch. Yeah. yeah. Now he can make a TikTok on his couch, you know. So, <laughs> and then and then Chase Claypool coming out saying, oh, sorry, right. They're going to get clapped. Well, you yeah. know, you just got clapped. You know, you're the one that got clapped and you want to talk while, while we're still playing. Like, you know, and I tweeted at him. I said, hey, what time do you play this weekend? You know, so. Oh, wait. I, 
that video of him saying the Browns are going to get clapped next week, I thought that was like after week 17. He no. said that again after the he playoff that, game. He said that he said that after they lost to us in the playoffs. Oh, I thought he said, he said after, that. I thought he said that after you no, lost that, to him week that seventeen. Just, that just came out yesterday. Oh my god, what a fucking <laughs> idiot! I mean, are you serious? Uh, yeah, it's like it's alright. They're gonna get it's. They so he starts they talk talking about the loss and he's like, it's okay. Cleveland's gonna get clapped next week. It's like. Dude, you just got clapped. You by got Cleveland. clapped. Now, now you want another team to clap Cleveland because you can't. Like that's that that right there is some cowardless, spineless shit. Like, dude, oh. you're a bitch. You're a coward for that. <laughs> dude, these these new age TikTok and Twitch football players. I don't think I like them, dude. I don't, don't think I it. like them. They don't. They don't they understand. Don't, you wouldn't have heard that back in. You wanna you wouldn't put a target on your back like that back in the day. No, that's for sure. No, because usually when you do it, go it, it, it turns out bad. I I thought he said that after week seventeen, and the clip just kind of had surfaced or something. Yeah, no, nope that that came out that that just came out. Hey, so let's wow. uh, let's jump in here to to this week, man. Uh, let's start off with Saturday. Saturday at four thirty five, we got the um, Los Angeles Rams traveling traveling to Lambeau to take on uh, the Green Bay Packers. What do you how do you, how do you feel this going on? Uh, the Rams have a good defense, dude. The defense is fucking legit. It's, it's damn good. Um, it's, I don't know, man. Aaron Donald can just dominate a game. We we, we I mean, yeah. we saw some of it this past weekend. We've seen it for years. Aaron Donald can just one man wrecking crew your entire offense. It's insane. He's the, I think he's the best. He's the best defensive player in football. I don't know why I'm even like no, questioning yeah. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I still think beat up Goff or John Wolford. I don't know who they're going to start. Probably Goff, I would assume, since he's already played. But I still yeah. take Rodgers. I mean, I take Rodgers over either one of those guys. Rodgers is quietly playing out of his mind. Like, his numbers are insane, yeah. and nobody's really it, talking about it. Well, he's MVP for sure. I yeah. Mean, I think he's unwrapped that up. Yeah, um, yeah, I think so for I, sure. I, I, I'm with you. I don't, I, I don't know what to make of this game because the Rams defense is legit. You know, I'm not sure Aaron, Aaron Jones, I don't think is going to be able to get going. So uh, Aaron Rodgers is going to have to win this with his arm, um, you know, and you're going to have uh, Jalen Ramsey locked up on Devonte Adams. So that's going to be, that's the matchup in my opinion. And then, you know, Green Bay's defense isn't very good. And then, uh, but the Rams' offense isn't all that, you know. But right. they're, they're they're finding something here, running the ball with Cam Akers. You have a lot of weapons, you know. You Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. You know, is Jared Goff going to be healthy enough to play? I think that's that's I think that's the question. Um, I I don't know. I you know I I th- I'm going to go with Green Bay, but I'd say that I don't trust any of these NFC teams. I I just don't trust any of them. Yeah. I say that with not a lot of confidence. Um. But I'll take I'll take Green Bay by by six at home. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Green Bay by like ten personally. Um, yeah. I just th- th- as good as the Rams defense is, I just think Aaron Rodgers is better. I think Devontae Adams is better. I think you know if, yeah. if they can get Aaron Jones going, I think that, that would be the that would be the difference. I think that's going to be a big port- point in the game for them to try to try to make that happen against that defensive front. Uh, but yeah, give give me the give me the Packers by like ten. Yeah, uh, Packers home team, go Packers. Let's go to uh, the Saturday night game. I think this, this is going to be a good one. Um, the Baltimore Ravens are traveling to Buffalo to take on the Josh Allen Buffalo Bills. I got Buffalo. Um, 
that Buffalo can make it a game where you have to throw the football to beat them. I think more than a Ryan Tannehill could do because, you know, he's really only got A.J. Brown. Everybody else is kind of missing. Um, I think Beasley will work the slot. Diggs is going to take the top off. I think Josh Allen's going to make it. So you have to throw the football to win that game. And because of that, I think Buffalo wins by – I'll give them a touchdown. They win by seven. I came on here last week, and I said that Buffalo's my new team to win the Super Bowl. You did. And then and then I watched them go up against the Colts and for four quarters get beat, in my opinion. I mean, they won the game. You know, they had the best player. They had Josh, they had, uh, Josh Allen. Something tells me, something tells me Baltimore wins this game. Really? So the, 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 the Bills cannot run the, run the ball. Baltimore's defense is legit. They have corners, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Peters, fucking Jimmy Smith. They got corners everywhere. Um, but with that being said, I'm going, I'm going with the best player on the field, and that best player is Josh Allen. Yeah. I think this is a close game. I think Lamar has a good day. Um, Buffalo's not great against the run. Buffalo can't run the ball. So they're going to be one-dimensional. I, I, these two teams haven't played, if any at all, maybe once that I've I, that I can remember. This is a very interesting game. I, I this is weird to say. So I, I think Baltimore is going to win, but I'm going to predict the Bills to win because that's who I took to win it all. And uh, I, I think Josh Allen has to ball out. If Josh Allen don't, then uh, the Ravens are scary right now. They're getting over that hump. They just got out of their first playoff game. They're rolling. They're the hottest team in the playoffs right now. So we'll see. Hotter than the Browns? <laughs> well, the Browns, yeah. Well, the, the, we got to think they beat, the, they beat the Browns. The, and did. the Browns and the Blues and the Jets, I think, consistently right now, they're the best. You gotta, you're going to have to play a defense type like Tennessee played and then outscore them. So that, that's also what gives me hope is I, I'll take Josh Allen over Ryan Tannehill any day. And Ryan Tannehill had a, had a, had a great day. Um, so, That's fair. yeah, so we'll see. So what about uh, Sunday night? We have uh, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Bucks traveling to Ad- uh, Atlanta, to New Orleans to take on Drew Brees and the Saints. Yeah, that uh, that one is – I think it's going to be fun. Uh, like we talked about earlier, the Saints have kind of dominated them a couple times this year. Yeah. But playoff Tommy's just a little bit different, man. Um, I that's in New Orleans. Um, so, mm, you know, yeah. with if the Superdome was packed full, I would give them even more of an advantage. But uh, obviously, it's not going to be. Um, but I give me playoff time, man. Give me give me playoff time. I don't. I I can't bet against him. I I can't. Yeah. I can I can bet yeah, against and- Breeze. I can bet against you know Sean Payton. Uh, but but yeah. But betting against playoff time, man, it's hard. Yeah, no, I, th- I think I'm I, I think I'm going with you. I think Tampa gets this done, and I think it sets up Brady versus Rodgers uh, in the NFC Championship. Either way, fun. I mean, if, even if you get, even if you get Rodgers and Breeze and Breeze last year, that's kind of cool too. But I think that uh, Tom's got the offense a little more figured out. M- Mike Thomas and Drew Brees haven't played with each other much this year. Um, you I know, think that I offense. Think- I think that offense is becoming Tom Brady's offense more than it is Bruce Arians' offense. That's my personal right. Opinion. Yeah, and I and I think that he's he's found the chemistry with Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown's starting to look like he's played football the last couple of weeks. Uh, Godwin looks good. Mike Evans. I mean, you got Gronk. I mean, 
you know, what what's worrisome is the Bucks defense a little bit and and the fact that these Saints have smashed them both times, you know. Yeah. So this this is an inter- this is an interesting game, but it's hard to go against playoff time and you wonder how many more of these he's got left in him. You know, it looks like he could go another 5 years, but I I I want to see Bucks and Packers. I want to see Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady. So I'm going to go with Tom Brady and the Bucks by a touchdown. Yeah, I'll, I'll go Bucks from anywhere from three to seven in that range. You know, maybe a couple field goals, maybe one. I mean, I think it'll be a good game, but but Tom might just pull something out of his ass in the end, like he always does. Yeah. What we got next? <laughs> we got the big one, right? Sunday at three o'clock. My Cleveland Browns head up to Kansas City to take on that big red fucking monster. The red man. wave, That's, man. I, I see. I'm trying to. I, I try. I trying to avoid it. You know. So it's like, you know, you don't want to bring this up and think you got got to play Kansas City. You know, right now. Uh, it's this is this this game. This game scares me a little bit. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I will should. say. <laughs> I will say this though, man. Uh, I and I said this last week on on the on Caveman Media, and I might have said it on here. So anything from here is just playing with house money, right? So yeah, for sure. You know, so the Browns get into the playoffs, and that right there was pretty much good for me. I'm like, okay, let's make the playoffs and and build off of a playoff team. The Browns get in and they win a playoff game. Um, you know, they're within the divisional round. Uh. You know, and I and I tweeted this out, and I you know, and I and I'll say it, I'll say it again on here. Nobody predicted the Browns to win eleven games this season. Nobody predicted Not Coach Stefanski. Nobody predicted Coach Stefanski was going to be, in my opinion, Coach of the Year, and I think he'll solidify that. Nobody predicted Baker to be playing the way Baker's playing right now. Uh, nobody predicted. I think I already said eleven wins. Nobody predicted the playoffs. Nobody predicted to beat Pittsburgh everybody's going against you every you know to beat Pittsburgh and send Pittsburgh home packing after all they've done to you throughout the years so this team this team makes you believe this team makes you believe and uh I and and I got laughed at and I got I got called out by you by what I do people but listen by you by numerous people on Twitter and and I go back you're going to know exactly what I said I said the Browns have a recipe oh yeah that might be able to give Kansas City some problems. Stephen A said it too. You have the best offensive line in football, hands down. The Browns have the best and they're going to get Joel Petonio back. What they're about Joel, um they're going to get Conklin back. They're going okay. to have JC Treader. They're going to have Wills. They're going to have Wyatt Teller. It, I mean Wyatt Teller they ran they were able to run the ball without Petonio because Teller was there last week. Um, the, the Browns have the recipe because they can run the football and keep Pat off the field. And now, and I said, and I was saying all this when Baker wasn't even doing all this. And now you get play action and you got a team that you got a defense that isn't as good as the Steelers defense. Now I do think that the Kansas city chiefs defense is underrated you know, they're as far as statistics go, that they don't look. They're in like the twenties in both run defense, pass pass defense. Um, but I think they're better than that. I, they show up big times, and not only that, you have Pat Mahomes on the other side. So if the Browns want to win this game, they've got to jump out early. 
Now, now that's a lot fucking. It's a tall task, that, that's man. E- that's easier said <laughs> than none, you know, because in my opinion, if the Browns win the coin toss, they want the ball. Take the ball. You, I think you have to take the ball because you cannot let Kansas City score first. I don't I, I think I, I don't know if this is going to be a shootout. I don't know if Cleveland's going to try to try to try to control the clock. Um I don't I don't know what Stefanski's gonna his approach is gonna be, but I can tell you I trust Stefanski with everything in me. Um how can you not? And like like I said, this team has made me believe. This team has made me believe. Do I think that the Browns are going to beat Kansas City in Kansas City against Pat Mahomes? Dun dun dun. I I don't. I don't I don't I don't I don't think that they I don't think that they win this game. But do I think they can? I do. I do think that the Browns can win this game by doing what I said. And I'm not trying to sound like some fucking, you know, whatever Stefanski wants to do. You have to wonder, you know, the Chiefs set out their starters week 17 as well. They get a bye the first round. Is there any rust? Is there is there any way maybe, you know, they come out a little tad bit rusty and you can make them punt the ball once or twice? You know, and, and you can early like you did with Pittsburgh. Maybe a you snap know, goes I, twenty yards over his head first play of the game. I don't that that's not happening again. <laughs> but but you know, they've they've been off for two weeks. You know, I'm nothing against Kansas City. I think Kansas City's great. I think they've found probably the, the greatest quarterback of all time, but we have to know that's who we're going against. You know, what what do you have for for Sam for not Sammy Watkins, but for uh, Tyreek Hill. Well, the g- great thing is you're getting Denzel Ward and Kevin Johnson back. So Robert Jackson, number 34 on the Browns, don't have to see the field anymore. Um, Denzel Ward coming know, back would be massively he, helpful. He, yeah, yeah, he should be back. Um, you know, you also have Miles Garrett getting after getting after Pat Mahomes. We're going to see. We're going to see. I do think that this is a game. I don't think that this is. I don't think this turns into a blowout because as much as I respect the chiefs defense and think that they are underrated Browns can score on them. I think they can score multiple times on them. Um, and obviously I think Pat Mahomes can light our defense up. Cause that is our, that is our, our, uh, a weak spot is the defense. Um, and, and, uh, we'll, you know, we'll see how, how, how that goes, you know? So I, I think the chiefs, I'm going to have the chiefs winning this one, you know, by a touchdown right now. Um, but, I'm confident Cleveland can make this a game and and stick around until the fourth quarter. And from that point, anything can happen. They win this game. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. They win this game. And, Holy uh, shit. You need to get on like <laughs> heart medicine if they win this game. <laughs> Man. Yeah, this 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 could this could go get my crazy. prediction on that. Um I, I'm with you. I think the Browns can make it a game. Um, I think that. Um, they, they can run the ball, control the clock to an extent, but the problem with it is even if the Browns got up 28 to nothing in the first quarter again, you did, I know you didn't feel comfortable Sunday night. You might've no, felt good, no, no, no. but you didn't no, feel comfortable. No. But with Pat no, look Mahomes what happened and look what, yeah, yeah. Look what happened and look what happened in Dallas and look what happened in, uh, uh, Tennessee, you yeah. know, no, no lead to safe, especially with, with fucking, um, Pat Mahomes on the other, on the other side, you know? That's the biggest problem for me is like, no, literally, I mean, not, not literally, but pretty much no, virtually no lead is safe when 15's on the other side of the field. Yeah. Um, Scary dude. 
and and I, I do think that Pittsburgh's defense is better than than Kansas City's, um, but yeah. I, I don't think the Browns are going to get gifted with five turnovers either. Um, no. You know that that made a huge difference in that game. Um, so, look, man, Browns fans, I haven't given you guys shit all year. Now, if you're consistently good going down the down the stretch, I'll probably start fucking with you guys because then I'll be like kind of like a, a rivalry thing. Lately, it's just kind of been like, mm-hmm. hey, we both suck, but fuck Pittsburgh, right? Um, <laughs> and, and you and Austin and everybody I know that's that's a true Browns fan. I'm I'm glad you got that playoff berth. I'm glad you got that playoff win. I'm glad you beat the shit out of Ben. Um, it's been a great ride, but I'm sorry, man. I got to go cheese by like ten. I I, I just yeah. no, I no, don't that's see true. it. I don't see. No, it. yeah, this. this I wouldn't no, be mad I if they. I wouldn't does. be mad if they no. did. But I don't think anyone sees this. I don't think. I don't think anyone would see this coming. But no, this is where I went back to where I started this. No one's seen us beating Pittsburgh. You know. No oh one, yeah. Now you know people. People thought it was possible. I think people think this is impossible. You know, and and I get it. I get it. And this this is at the beginning of the year. I said there's a 99.9 percent chance that these people run it back, or this team runs it back. So. You know, it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me at all. But even if the Browns go out like this, even if you get taken out by champs, now you know, you know, you know the, the where you stand. You know where you need to be. You know you got to go fix the defense. You know they've already done more than I've than I imagined. You know I just wanted to get in the playoffs. Uh, I didn't care if it was the division. I just know I wanted to end that eighteen year drought. Um, well, and-, and they go in and they win a playoff game. So you know this is this. We, the Browns can get better. They can get better at defense. They got the coach. They got the quarterback. So now you're just adding the pieces. Well, and not only that, what it does for the Browns going forward is you have a, a fairly young team, but you guys, you got guys like Miles Garrett, Baker Mayfield, Nick Chubb, Kareem, these guys that now know what it is like to win in the postseason, right? Because yeah, forever yeah. it's been Cleveland, the factory of sadness. You know, they don't know how to win. They can't get out of their own way. Cleveland doesn't know how to handle success. You know, they've had good starts and they kind of blew it going toward, you know, the second half of the year, all that shit. Now you got guys in there that know what it's like to win in the postseason. They know they can mm-hmm. win in the postseason and, and you can build from it. So to, yeah. to say that, you know, the Browns going out and losing to Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes is, you know, like this huge like indictment on the franchise is not because they were 1 15, 0 16 three years ago. Um, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the, the story for the story that I find that like, you know, there's always a story going in, you know, like for, for Pittsburgh to me, it was, you know, should the Steelers have sat the starters, you know, will they come out rusty, you know, or they haven't had a buy since week three. Could they have used that as a buy, you know, so it ended up being, they looked rusty. They couldn't get nothing going in the first quarter. Um, that is not the same with the chiefs. Um, my, I guess the story coming in about the chiefs would be they haven't beat anybody by a lot. You know, a lot of these, wins are by one possessions now they do got what 15 14 or 15 wins you yeah. know but uh uh you know were they bored you know that the, that's not the que- a win's a win in the nfl that that that, that doesn't matter my sure. biggest question my biggest question is were, were they bored you know were they were they the golden state warriors where it's like all right let's get to the post postseason turn it on and let's beat this team by fucking 20 30 points because that wouldn't surprise me either you know, it's the fucking Kansas City Chiefs and Pat Mahomes. <laughs> right. So that that is the story that you know, and then the story on the Cleveland side is, you know, do they do they do they, do they really think they can win this game? How good is Stefanski? Is he already this good? Or, you know, is it gonna be a, a Baker, Oklahoma and fucking Pat Mahomes, Texas A and M shootout? Like what are we gonna get? The game's interesting. The the AFC's just I mean, it's it's loaded, you know. So we're going to see, you know, we're going to see. I know one thing, Cleveland will be at uh, Kansas City playing in a divisional round playoff game uh, on Sunday, you know. So this is, 
I said, it's already already more than I could ask for. And all you can do is get out there and play it. Anything is possible at this point. Any given this Sunday, the, man. This, this isn't the NBA. This isn't a seven-game series where you got to go beat LeBron James four out of seven times. Right. You got to knock these guys off one time. Once. That's that's all you got to do. You got to win one game. You know, it's like Coach Stefanski says every week, one to know. Every week's one to know. So, you know, it's win or go home. They know that. You know, the Chiefs know that. Everyone's left in it knows that. So, we're, you know, we're going to see. We're going to see exactly where the Browns stand. Absolutely. So it'll be a great weekend in NFL football again. Um, really, uh, NBA is kind of the NBA right now. Like they're playing regular season games, whatever. But I want to – what the fuck is Kyrie Irving doing, dude? What what the dude, fuck is know. happening with that guy? All, all of a sudden he's not showing up to games and he's out partying with Drake and shit in Canada. I don't <laughs> – Dude, I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I'm just, I mean. You're supposed to be playing a basketball, like playing if, on a basketball if, team. If I'm the Nets, I'm trying everything I can right now to to convince Houston that Kyrie Irving will show up show up there for him. And I'm trying to get James Harden for Kyrie Irving. I, I mean, because that's this this is just wild. Uh, it's just like the, the whole story is, though, like Steve Nash is the head coach and he's like, yeah. I don't know where he is. I don't know why he's not here. Like the the Nets have no idea where this guy is. Where he's at? Why he he's not there? He's not he's answering the phone. It's crazy. He, is he already he's mad that Kevin Durant's better than him? I don't know. They they said he hasn't showed up since they both lost those two game winners. Yeah. And he just said he did. Why aren't you playing, Kyrie? Because I don't want to. Like, holy shit! I, what? The dude's, the dude's lost his marbles. Yeah, I guess he don't realize he's making millions to play a game. See, and those are the people that's just like fucking send his ass home i mean he's obviously way too good for that but but the thing like crazy if, if i'm houston do i want the guy that thinks the earth is flat and it's gonna get pissed off if fucking john wall dribbles too much for james or harden no or the yeah and i see that but at the same time james harden wants out too yeah but i mean like he's he plays <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, yeah they know where he is I, physically like I, literally where i don't is know he? what i don't know i don't know what to think of this dude i mean i i'm ready to see more news on it to see what the fuck's been going on because this right <laughs> here is it's funny it's fucking interesting it's like what you know like is the dude dead but then there's he's with drake it's like holy shit this he's posting on really instagram and shit, shit. like th- yeah. he's like posting pictures of his dad and shit like it was his birthday yeah, or he, something so like he's he's present it's just I, I imagine if an nfl player like nick chubb yeah nick yeah. chubb just doesn't show up to a game doesn't come to practice doesn't answer the phone when stefanski calls him doesn't answer the phone when andrew barry calls him and it, he still get, he still gets paid though the nba players have entirely too much control because he's i think yeah. he's still getting paid because they're all fully guaranteed contract in the nfl yeah. it's like well we need your signing bonus back you're cut we're finding yeah. you for all this shit oh yeah like, yeah and there, and there needs to be something like that in the for NBA. sure just, you can't just say you know, i don't you, want to right you do want players to feel you know like they have some say and stuff you know sure. but not like that not like that not i, I don't not, feel like I mean, doing my what, job imagine if me or you called our called our work and said hey I don't feel like coming in. Well, hey, I'm not coming today. Why? Because I don't want to. Well, you're fired. It's it's even different. That's like you or me not calling our boss and then yeah, our yeah. boss getting calling. in touch with somebody that knows us and be like, hey, why didn't Drew work? And be like, oh, he said he didn't want to. Yeah. Well, it, it, my paycheck's not hitting next week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess I didn't make any fucking money. I can't pay my rent. It's crazy. It's crazy. These guys, these, you know, some of these guys are just selfish. You know, it's just. It's sad, you know. It's sad to see it do like that because, like I said, any other job you'd be fired. 
Hey, I want to keep it on the. I want to go back to the NFL real quick because I wanted. To, I'm. I wanted to talk about this with you. Uh, there's there's several head coaching vacancies yes. in the NFL available right now. You know, we got uh, the New York Jets, the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Houston Texans, the LA Chargers, the Detroit Lions, the Atlanta Falcons, and now um, after uh, Peterson was fired, we have the Philadelphia Eagles. Where is the best? Where's the best? If you're a head coach and you have your choice, which one of those do you, where do you want to go? See, that's, that's tough. That's tough for me just because like Detroit doesn't give me a ton to believe in. Philly doesn't give me a ton to believe in. I, the, the best job is the chargers. I think is the best job. You got Justin Herbert who looked phenomenal. You've got Bosa mm-hmm. on defense. You got Derwin James on defense. You got you know uh, Hayward and, and the, I mean they they got pieces everywhere on defense. Uh, you've got yeah. Herbert. You've got Keenan Allen. Uh, you've got Austin you know, Eckler. Austin Eckler. Mike Williams. Um, Hunter Henry. Mike Williams. So yeah, you got all this stuff to build on. I think that that's the best job personally. Yeah. No, I so I'm I'm with you. I'm I'm with you. I think if I'm the you tell me I can go one place. I mean I'm going I'm going there. I'm going to the Chargers. I think that. Uh, Justin Herbert's the reason why when you're looking at, you know, all these quarterbacks, because, you know, you would say, you know, Texans are interesting, but are they even going to be able to keep Deshaun Watson? Um, you know, you're looking at Jacksonville with multiple picks in the, in the first couple of rounds, yeah. I think two in the first two in the second, um, you know, but you have a, a terrible owner there. Um, but <laughs> really? it sounds like, yeah, it sounds like urban Meyer is, 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 getting the coaches together and there's going to be enough money there for him to come out of retirement again and uh, go coach down in Jacksonville, get Trevor Lawrence and, you know, that running back, that James Robinson, that's, you know, and you got DJ Chark there. So that, that, that is an interesting spot. That would probably, that's a close second. It, the only thing that shies me away from that is the, the owner. Yeah. Chad uh, is, yeah. Is, is terrible there and won't say and everything. So that's going to be interesting to see how that works with urban. But yeah, I think that I'm with you. I think that the Chargers um, is is the best spot. Um, Urban Meyer, man, you're ready to go. You're ready to go there. And by the way, I, I just seen on Twitter, it sounds like Robert Saleh or Saleh, the defensive coordinator for like the him. 49ers. It looks like he's going to end up in New York uh, with the Jets. So Ooh. that that's interesting. I'm not big on. Um, hiring I, I let me say i love this guy first of all i think he's a great defensive coordinator i think he's great you know great defense um i think he can get a locker room together i think he can change a culture i like that part but what i hate about getting defensive coordinators as head coaches is now you got to hire an oc an offensive coordinator to do everything and what happens if that guy does such a great job now he's gone for a head coach? Right. So this is why I typically like to hire the the offensive on the offensive side of the ball for for the head coaching positions. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I never really thought because about now that, you lose actually. your play. You, yeah, yeah, you lose your play caller. You know, you lose your all offense, and now you could bring some. You know, if he gets a head coaching job, you bring in somebody else who just isn't as good with the players. And I mean, it to me, it just throws a wrench into everything and people can say, well, that could be the same for the defense. I, I think defense is a little bit more, uh, not as complex. You it's, know what it's, I'm saying? So it's, it's easier to fix defense. You have schemes in defense, but 
offense, you have like a rhythm, you know, like the players yeah. know the rhythm of the play calls. Like, okay, you know, I bet he's about to set up a draw here or, or something yeah. like that. So it's different. And then if that head coach stays, he keeps his offensive system. He may hire his assistants around guys that can work with that. Yeah. But, but that is true. That's actually something I've never really thought about. You know, you have a defensive yeah. guy, but then, yeah, your OC blows it up. He leaves. And now do you change systems? Do you, do you promote yeah, a guy like, from within? Or, or, yeah, and, that's, and, that's a good and, point. And we know, and we know the best relationship on the field is the head coach and the quarterback. Always, you know. So, and then when you hire when you hire a defense, you know that that head coach isn't really, I, you know, he's involved, but he's not as involved with the offensive coordinator or the play caller, you know, at, with the quarterback. So now it changes everything for your quarterback, the most important position, and you know. So yeah, that's why I don't, I don't personally, I don't like hiring there. I, I see, I like like the Raiders did. They got Gus, uh, the old fucking jaguars what's Gus bradley. Gus, uh, Gus bradley you know brought uh raiders brought him in as the d coordinator i i love that um you know dan quinn i dan quinn i just went somewhere um i think i think the cowboys or, or something yeah. like so and uh you know i think those are great hires but when i'm looking for the head coach i'm looking for the offensive side of the ball which brings me to my next question there's several head coaches out there who's the best if 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 you're a team if you're the Bengals and they say Zach Taylor's gone and you have your pick of the litter, who do you want? Who do you, who would you want to come coach the Bengals? I think it's close, but number one, I'm going to go Eric Bieniemy from the Chiefs, um, mm-hmm. just because my, my my close second is Brian Dayball from um, from Buffalo, but I'm going to give yeah. the edge to Bieniemy just because he's been under Andy Reid for so long. We're kind of mm-hmm. Just now seeing, you know, the the explosion of Josh Allen from Dable. I know he hasn't been there all that long. Um, but yeah. I'm, I'm going to give Eric Bieniemy the edge just because he has been under Andy Reid's wing for so long. And I think Eric Bieniemy is a good fit in Philly with Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you would think that Philly could get, uh, you know, uh, a, a guy like that just being a, a big – what is it? A big, a big market – I'm so I'm I'm reverse here. So I think Brian Dayball is the number one um, person uh, head coach available. I mean, if I'm the Chargers, that's who I'm calling, and that's who I'm hiring. Brian Dayball. I think Eric Bieniemy is a close second, um, like one A, one B type shit. Yeah, and uh, you know, I maybe he ends up somewhere where Watson's at, or you know, or if. I, I don't know. I don't know. I was I was going to say Baltimore, but with Baltimore winning a playoff game, uh, uh, John Harbaugh being out is no longer an option. So, uh, you know, that's going to be interesting. I, but I got Brian Dayball one and Eric Bieniemy two. Well, it was easy to think like, okay, Bieniemy goes to Houston with Deshaun Watson. That was an easy mm-hmm. thing to put together. But then you know now Deshaun's pissed because they didn't hire the GM with you know with talking to him or anything like that. So that one seems like it may be the worst job available because Deshaun Watson might be on his way out. Um, so that, right. that'll be interesting to see too. But yeah, I, I, I think we're close. I think being, I give being me a slight edge just because of experience. Um, but I can mm-hmm. understand, but like thinking of, of a day bowl with, um, with Justin Herbert, it's like, can he do half yeah. of what he did with Josh Allen with Justin Herbert who already right. looks damn good? Yeah. Cause Josh Allen was raw, you know, it was, it was yeah. pure arm. And now he's got, you know, Brian Dayball's, Really, I mean, he to me, he's responsible for what Josh Allen is right now. 
I'm obviously Josh Allen's responsible for himself too, but I think that Brian Dayball big part is huge part of that. And I think him with Herbert, holy hell, that could be scary. Cause dude, the chargers are ready to go. They just need the right coach, a couple pieces. They are ready to go. They really are. I mean, they're mm-hmm. that, and like this said, the defense is going to, going to stay good um they lost a lot of one possession games that you know and that's probably why anthony lynn uh no longer has a job hey man so so why i'm one here uh show them your shirt yeah this is going to be on i was going to bring that up man we got i'm pressing these bitches up right upstairs in my house um let me get a little closer yeah get closer yeah We got T-shirts, we got hoodies. I'm, I'm, I'm right upstairs, handmade, right. right here in the USA. Uh, dropped off a hoodie to Matt <laughs> Gustin last week. Um, making one for Logan Stork here. Uh, uh, Jake, uh, Jake, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Waiting, you guys had your Twitter argument, but he won one a few weeks ago, and I never sent it to him. I got to nice. fix that. Um, All so, right. what up, yeah, Jake? <laughs> I, I, we did something on here. I said, "Hey, you'll win a free shirt," and he did it. And then I never ordered it from the other place because I knew the equipment was coming. Because the equipment right. was a gift for my girlfriend, but I'm I'm using it too. It was for both of us. It's kind of kind of like a gift to yourself and to her. Yeah, but I mean, it had her smart. That's it. smart. Yeah, it was like smart. a. Oh, I spent like a thousand dollars. I'm gonna get something out of it. Um, yeah. So. Yeah, man. Any, anything you want, press up. I'll get get it to you with a couple of days. I just ordered a whole bunch of the the vinyl shit to print on it. So anybody that wants one, get them to me. We're doing them cheap. We're not making a we're not paying our rent off you guys like we've said before. So um, I think that's probably about all we got for you this week. Um, hey, man. Hopefully next week. Yeah, hopefully next week we're back over there. If anyone's wondering, I just have mild symptoms. Fucking like right here, and you guys can see right here burns when I like take a deep like take a deep breath. It's kind of weird, kind of get a little bit of fatigue today is, is the difference. But other than that, I just can't taste or smell shit. So like like I was telling uh, on, on Facebook, man, like, you know, I might as well go on like a fucking diet because everything <laughs> yeah. tastes the everything tastes the same. It's just so just there's no taste. Kind of kind of shitty. I'll give you fifty uh, bucks to but, do a shot of mustard. But I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't know. I mean, I've thought about it because I've never tried mustard, but I hate mustard. You know, I hate it too. You know how it is. So, and I and and I said if I was going to ever eat it, now's the time because I can't smell it, I can't taste it. So, you'd still, still know. though. You, you'd still so know. like when you're when you when you have it, it's like the the texture. So it's like the one thing that I've been able to taste a little bit is peanuts. I don't hmm. know if it's because it's got such a strong taste. I don't I don't know what it is, but I've been able to taste that a little bit. But other than that, it's just the texture. So, like, if you're eating eggs, it's like, okay, I know this is eggs because of the texture, but I can't taste the eggs, you know, or we had, like, we had sausage, you know, so I was eating eggs and sausage. It, it all tastes the same. But other than that, we're fine, you know. So the wife and I have the same symptoms, but we're doing good, you know, a little bit of, um, a little bit of uh, uh, fatigue, um, you know, a little bit of a, like a head cold and then just the loss of taste and smell. But other than that, we're good. The kids are, dude, th- this virus is crazy, man, because we think that uh, my son brought it in from wrestling. Right. Um, had a, he, had a, he had a quarantine because there was a wrestler who tested positive. But, dude, he ain't showed not one symptom. A uh, little two-year-old ain't shown any symptoms. She got like a little runny nose. But it's crazy that it, the way it attacks, you know, the adults and, and, and not the uh, – not the children. It's, it's, it's just crazy. Yeah. Uh, but two of my brothers had it and they both said that they felt 
terrible for days on end. So, you know, I think it hits different people differently, but, you know, hopefully you guys continue to only have the mild symptoms. You don't have the, you know, laid up in bed for, for days on end, like, like some people I know had it. Um, So hopefully you guys get through that quickly and we're able to get back to, to normal and in here in, in the locker room. Um, And, you know, maybe, maybe get together for the conference championship if the Browns are playing. I don't know. Oh yeah. Oh Uh, yeah. But, but you know, so, you know, like we've always said, Browns shock, shock the world. Browns do it again. Let's keep shocking them. So, and I don't have anything to say about the Bengals other than, um, you know, spend a hundred million dollars on your offensive line. If you're going to draft a receiver, please. That's like, that, that'll be my little Bengals thing today. We don't need to talk about them. They don't, they're not doing shit. Frank Pollock coming back. I like that though. I will say that. I like it. I I like it. Um, so uh, I think that's about all we got for you guys. We appreciate you guys tuning in to the, the COVID edition uh, virtual COVID edition. episode. Um, <laughs> make sure to tune in. Uh, we're trying to get a little more active on the social media. I'm trying to make some like shit, making fun of teams and shit and put it on the internet. I think, you know, maybe that, that can, that can get our follower count up a little bit and get, get some more listeners right. in here. Um, playoff bracket challenge is still going on. Uh, there's a three-way tie for first right now. I am one of the three. Um, so, uh, keep an eye on that, um, as, as things progress. And then we will be back in here next week to review everything else. Uh, locker room talk, uncut drew Garrison, Chad Penrod signing off. Fuck Pittsburgh. Thank you for listening to believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.